Welcome to Beyond the Tall Grass, a podcast about Pokemon, culture, and life. Thinking beyond the games and the story and into how Pokemon affects us in real life. I'm your host, Raymond Chan, and with me is Kevin and Xanthi. Hello. Greetings. How are you all today? I'm good. I didn't get enough uh, sleep last night, I think. I think I, uh, I think I cut myself a little short. And why was that? Uh, I, I'll be honest, I, I discovered a new show. Uh, I discovered Steven Universe. <laughs> I see. That, that, that new old show. It's like discovering the X-Files. <laughs> well, I mean, that is freshly out as well. A new series of it. It's only on, what, season two? Season three? I don't, I don't really know yet. I've just started. But it, it's a pretty fascinating show. And honestly, I, I like the uh, childlike, innocent aspect of it. Um, I tried Rick and Morty, and while that it's a little, that is funny. It's a little too, a little too mature, kind of like a Family Guy <laughs> or you know American Dad kind of show. I do like Rick and Morty. Maybe that's partly why I like it because it's so inappropriate. Yeah, they're vastly inappropriate. <laughs> yep. What about you, Ray? How have you been? Busy. I've just been very busy. Busy. I've just, I mean. I've started work and everything, so it's uh, uh, trying to get my life in order. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, you have to be at work instead of just calling it calling it in and then doing it from home. Hmm. Indeed. Attention. Message incoming. New topic is available. So, so what's new this week? What's new this week? Well, Raymond, I'm glad you asked. Because on February the 26th, Pokemon Direct was held by Nintendo, presented by the CEO of the Pokemon Company. And he announced, in celebration of the Pokemon 20th anniversary on the 27th of February, the new two games, Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, which are both due for release in holiday 2016 which could mean from October to December, presumably. So it's kind of like X and Y again, in that we heard about X and Y early in the year and then had to wait all year for the release. The same will be for Sun and Moon. Now, not many, well, not any information was released about Sun and Moon uh, on the Pokemon Direct, but there's been many fan theories, fan speculations, and they did show off a few screenshots as well as this sort of teardrop head shaped new bird Pokemon that somebody was modeling. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people have been wondering what region it's going to be and, and what sort of area it's based off. I've heard theories about perhaps Spain. Another theory I heard was sort of an African, you know, take on it because there were these Jeep type things that Pokemon could, looks it looks like from the screenshots. I mean, they're kind of blurry, but um, all these Pokemon were riding in the back of this Jeep and either you or an NPC would be driving the Jeep. And so one of my friends said, oh, hey, do you reckon it could that could be some sort of like African setting or a, a safari sort of setting? I mean, safaris aren't new to the Pokemon games, obviously, but yeah, some very interesting theories going around. I think that many people on the forum are very excited about this, myself included. And we're all just hanging for more information because right now it's... Like, anything could happen with the games. But yes, it's uh, very exciting, and I think it was the perfect way to start the celebration of Pokemon's 20th anniversary. What do you guys think? 
I'm I'm honestly surprised that we didn't get a a third version or third versions of X and Y. I I honestly thought they would continue with the same sort of consistency and would release uh, the that game before we saw anything about a new generation. But I guess we're wrong again. Surprised. <laughs> Surprise. Yes, I think many people were expecting Pokemon Z, uh, and I have heard a lot of disappointed fans. Um, who was saying that the Kalos sort of arc wasn't really wrapped up as such. They left a lot of things open-ended. So there is also speculation, or perhaps it's just hope, that Pokemon Sun and Moon may tie into Kalos a little bit and give us a little more information about the questions that were left unanswered in the previous games. Oh, certainly. If the region is Spain, as some people have suggested, then it's very easy for people to perhaps even... Uh, venture back to a portion or all of the Kalos region and see, you know, what may have happened, what's going on, and to resolve some of those questions. As you said, Spain and France have a shared history together as, you know, fellow European countries, and it wouldn't be uh, beyond, uh, you know, an impossibility that that could, could happen. Maybe, Gray, you'll see your, your beloved Johto-Kanto uh, connection saga all over again. I hope so. I mean, it's... uh. Uh, they're they're close together if it's France and Spain, and it um it fits well with that special Pikachu of which name I forget. Oh, the uh, the Luchador Pikachu. Yeah, there you go. That's definitely that's definitely a possibility. Though I think that um, Luchador Pikachu is more of a hint that it might be South America or or Central America, so maybe like a Mexico. Which wouldn't be beyond, you know, it's it's culturally similar to Spain, so it might be possible, in the sense that Me- a lot of Mexican culture is derived from Spanish culture. Right. Yes, unsurprisingly. Hmm. I don't know. I'm. I guess I was a little surprised about Sun and Moon. Um, I think I was expecting Pokemon uh, Z, as well, but uh, I I can't say I'm not happy about it I, it i i think i prefer new generations over the the third game i think i think uh, anyone prefers the, a new generation over a third game i it, we have been in a drought of of new pokemon content i mean besides the fact that we have interesting stuff coming out like pokemon go uh, that's really going to you know engage us on a different sort of level level Everyone wants to play the next generation of Pokemon. They want to see the new Pokemon. They want to see the new region. And they kind of want to see what sort of changes Nintendo is making and, and where it might be leading Pokemon in the future. I'm, I, I, I'm trying to think of uh, some way to... I'm trying to collect my thoughts on this because would I rather see the same universe in the future? Kind of like uh, Black and White 2 or... Would I rather see a brand new place altogether? You know, like would it would it be interesting to see Pokemon XX or X two and Y two? Is that because you feel like Kalos was a little bit, you know, open ended and and things didn't wrap up as the way you hoped? Mm, I don't know. If you did want a second X or Y, would you want it to be? sort of an emerald you know sort of story where it's basically the exact same game but with a few things added 
Or would you have it like a black and white two thing where it's set in the future after the previous games uh, and different things happen after Team Flare? Or? Definitely sequel style. I think, I think that that provides more continuity. You know, it, it, it provides, it adds the nostalgia, whereas I feel like Emerald and Crystal, you know, and, and Yellow to an extent. I mean, Yellow is cute, but um, uh, you, Crystal... You'd have Pikachu follow you. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know why Yellow was so cute like that, or like why it's different. It's really not, but the, the Pikachu following you and the tie-in to the, to the anime worked wonderfully, whereas like crystal really didn't add anything all that much like it it it, it's just a rehash and i think nintendo probably realizes it can't get away with just releasing uh pokemon z the same way and then waiting another two or three years before the next generation but it's been three years since the last generation so it has i guess i guess they missed their chance well do you know what's interesting Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire were released, I, I believe, in English um, in 2003. And then in 2004 came the remakes of the Kanto games, Leaf Green and Fire Red. And then in 2005 was when Pokemon Emerald came out. So maybe people were expecting a similar sort of thing because Pokemon X and Y comes out in 2013. Then in 2014, a remake and then 2015 or 16, they're thinking, oh, you know, Pokemon Z, here we come. Next minute, Nintendo's like, just kidding. New generation of Pokemon. So, yeah, I think people are going to be left a little bit disappointed. But I would be quite interested to see if they actually included anything Kalos related into Pokemon Sun and Moon. Sort of like what you both were saying. I know that a lot of people are really hanging for a double region situation where after the game you can go and visit Kalos again, similar to what Gold and Silver did. Because, I mean, they haven't done that since Gold and Silver, and, I mean, the remakes don't count because they're the same game. So I think that would be a very interesting turn of events because then you'd still get, you know, Kalos closure. To, to do so, they would need to spend more development time, of course, on the game, not only to design a new region, the new Pokémon, and everything involved in that, as is the case with new generations, but then they'd have to go back and look at all the Kalo stuff and say, hey, which part of these do we want to change around? How do we want to advance the story? So if they do do a double region, it's pretty much then combining a remake of the game with a new generation of a game as Gold and Silver were. I think that's a smart way to do it, because you get new content and you get other content that you were hoping for, but... For me, I don't really know if I would have bothered spending the money just for Z. I suppose it, or Z, it, I suppose it depends what people, what, what they would have put in it. For instance, if, if it was just a rehash, then I'd be like, no. But I think I got White 2 because I knew that it wasn't, that, that it was a sequel. But in this case, I mean, if, if it's an additional region at the end of the game, that would be brilliant. But I mean, I think that is also hoping for a lot. As you said, development time. <laughs> Since it's so long ago, I was sort of thinking whether or not each system had its own generation. And it and I, I was thinking it did, and this is the first time it didn't. Um, and I consider Game Boy and Game Boy Color the same generation of, of, of handhelds. But it's not, because Diamond and Pearl came out in 2006. Uh, I'm sorry, in yeah, 2006 on the DS, and so did Black and White. This isn't the first time where we've seen two different generations appear on the same system. 
No, it isn't. I'm... I, I mean, I understand why they would release it on the same system. If they weren't planning on doing a remake and they wanted to get the next generation as soon as possible without doing a remake, then um, it makes perfect sense to launch it on the 3DS. I don't think that Nintendo is quite prepared to launch a new handheld in the time frame that people involved in Pokemon really want to deal with, especially since they have... This this is the perfect opportunity, honestly, to do a second region or a follow-up on, on the Kalos region because all the art assets, all the technological aspects of the game can be reused since it's the same generation. We're probably not going to see any major changes in terms of graphics or gameplay, so redoing some of this stuff may not be a, as big a deal or big as challenge as if we were on the next generation of consoles. Mm. I think a lot of people were a little bit worried that it was going to come out on the new 3DS. And that's not necessarily that, like, I don't consider that a different generation. It's still a 3DS. It's sort of, um, well, I mean, it's sort of like the DS and then the DSi. But as I recall, not many games at all came out on the DSi. And frankly, that console wasn't, it didn't really bring much to the franchise apart from you know, the obvious, but um, I agree with you. I don't think that they would be like, hey guys, buy a new 3DS just for this game. I think it's very much an exclusive thing, it's like, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles. It's kind of for hardcore fans, I guess. Um, I mean, they, I guess they could do it, and <laughs> they'd probably force a lot of people to buy consoles, but people wouldn't be necessarily happy about it. I think I got an email from the Pokemon company today and it said something like, Pokemon Sun and Moon is coming to the 3DS family. So it didn't say just 3DS and it didn't say just new 3DS. So I think it's going to be available on 2DS, 3DS, new 3DS, you know, anything. Well, of course, I think people would be outraged if you can't play the new Pokemon <laughs> game on your no. old 3DS, even, even if they did launch a new version of the 3DS. Indeed, yeah. Uh, that being said, you know, Pokemon in and of itself will sell 3DS, whether it's a new version or the old version, because Pokemon is a popular franchise. People like Pokemon, and if they hadn't gotten into it now, maybe they'll be able to get into it uh, later. Now they'll, they'll be able to get a 3DS and say, hey, you know, I missed X and Y, but, you know, I can get in with Sun and Moon. Mm, yeah, that's right. And, I mean, the only reason that I have any of those handheld consoles is because of Pokemon, so that's just a testament to that. I, I'm with you there. I think I bought a 2DS just to play Pokemon. 2DS is still amazing. Um, I am looking at the email that I got in the press release, and it does say that Nintendo 3DS family of systems. Uh, I think another thing to defeat any sort of rumor that'll be on the just the new 3DS, I hate the name, but on the new 3DS is that I don't think the new 3DS is uh, released um, in other places yet. So ah. um, they're, I mean, like in, in the, in the, in the press release and in the video, they were in the English video, mind you, they are very clear about how uh, towards the end and now will also be in traditional and simplified Chinese as well, uh, I don't know if you caught that towards the end of the the trailer they had, but I don't know if there's any announcement about a new 3DS that's going to be out in China. 
um, which would be a very odd thing to try to sell, you know. Um, so, I mean, if we hear more about the languages that's going to be on and more places the new 3DS is going to show up, then there's more reason to worry. But I don't really think that's going to be the case right now. I agree. What versions are you guys considering getting? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I think for me, it's going to take a little more than just the titles to convince me. I'm really hoping for, you know, to make my decision based off the exclusive Pokemon that you can get, mostly the legendary, because this time around, I really don't want it spoiled for me. Because when <laughs> X and Y came out, I was like, oh my gosh, all these new Pokemon. And I looked at every single one as soon as they were released and spoiled everything. And then I thought there were more because, you know, only 69 or 71 or something made it into the generation. And I was like, surely there'll be more. And there weren't. So this time I want to stay away from that. So hopefully I can just decide it based on the legendary. But yes. How about you, Ray? I don't know. I think I'm probably leaning towards Moon. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just leaning towards Moon right now. I happen to know someone with the last name of Sun, and I happen to know someone else with the last name of Moon. So <laughs> wow. uh, I've been getting interesting Facebook um, <laughs> comments uh, when this was <laughs> announced. To the order of, guess which one I'm going to order. Mm. Hint, hint, last name, last name. Um, yes, it's, uh, but I, I, I'm leaning towards Moon only because of, um, sort of dark Pokemon, though, was it Umbreon or Espeon? Umbreon was Night. the dark one. Umbreon. Yeah, so, so, I'm leaning a little bit closer to the Moon version. Cool. How about you, Kevin? Well, when I first thought of... When the when I heard the announcement and they said, "Hey, we're going to release Pokemon Sun and Moon during the 2016 holiday season," I immediately thought, "Okay, what do I know with a Sun and Moon motif?" And of course, that goes back to My Little Pony: Friendship is Magic, where you know oh. the Princess Celestia is the sun, and Princess Luna is the moon, obviously. So my question ultimately became, which do I like better, sun butt or moon butt? <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, I, I actually don't really have a preference, but, but uh, moon butt is pretty cool. And, and, and to be fair, I always usually go for the, the blue version. And I, I don't say a, a version that's equivalent to blue, but the game that has a blue color scheme. It's kind of arbitrary, but that's kind of what I do. That's fair enough. The only reason that I got Pokemon X is because my name starts with X. That was literally the only reason. <laughs> wow. Yep. I guess, I guess, unfortunately, until we hear more about the games, and I'm certainly sure we're going to hear a lot more about the games, and thankfully, they're probably all going to be released simultaneously, so we won't have to deal with Japan having the game for seven oh, months before we do. Oh, tell me about it. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> oh, uh, Spoilers everywhere. Yes. Uh, so uh, I think that it's going to be very exciting these next few months. It's going to be a very, very long wait until... And I mm -hmm. really do think that they're going to probably release it in December because the Christmas season will be the best time to sell the Pokemon yeah. games because they can just give them out as gifts. True. So I believe they're going to all be released at the same time, though uh, they could change that. Um because it says Pokemon Sun and Moon on the UK version here. I'm pretty sure it's on the US version as well. Um, will be the first game to choose from nine languages to play in. 
Um, they, I guess they, oh. they relearned how to ask people to translate to other languages in they their re-learned. local <laughs> Nintendo office. Yeah, well, they didn't do that for uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, right? That was released separately. If I, Because I, I remember ranting about it to Kevin offline. Um, oh. And so I guess they relearned that. Maybe, let me, if I'm wrong, the, in, the internet will correct me. <laughs> the internet will correct you. It's, uh, no, there was uh, released at the same, um, Europe got it seven days after everyone else. Oh. I mean, I could already make some predictions on what the game's going to ask you. I think it's going to ask you if you're a boy or a girl. <laughs> no. Unconfirmed. No, they're going to they're gonna stop doing that now. They're going to scan your face with their new technology and be like, we'll decide for you. Ah, ha, ha. That's going to be really unfortunate for um, the people who um, want one gender and get another when their face is scanned. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I think they're going to ask you to choose a starter. Oh, yes. Bold prediction. Yeah, I think they're going to ask you to complete a Pokédex. I think they're going to ask you to uh, do various tasks that may or may not relate to the storyline. Well, you guys heard it here first. It's it's confirmed. Sun and Moon's gonna ask you to complete the Pokedex. Hey, it's not confirmed yet. I mean that that's a pretty far fetched kinda. You want me to ask the PR guys? Got gotta catch them all. Just to just to make sure I've got this correct. Um I see. So X and Y were released in the seven in seven languages English, French, Spanish, German, Italian, Japanese, and Korean. So if you want to brush up on any one of those uh, language skills, you're welcome to do so. And, uh, and this time, there'll be two more languages for nine, because tradition, traditional and simplified Chinese are going to be two separate languages. That's very kind of them to put in extra effort for that. I don't know if it's a matter of kindness. China's a big you know, market with more than a billion people. It would be fantastic if Pokemon sold... Uh, a lot of virgins in that country it could certainly bring in a lot of money mm, well, well that's what I meant because if they haven't done it before then that's you know not very nice but now they're being nice I, I mean the real problem would be what if they release like Australia a day after America like wouldn't that be terrible <laughs> don't even go there just don't it's too painful and I think perhaps one of the reasons why Omega Ruby and Alpha, Sa- Alpha Sapphire weren't released worldwide the same way is because the original wasn't in the respective countries but i don't know Hmm. and also because a remake wasn't as big news as a new generation right it'll be weird though because you'll be able to trade between or you'll be able to use pokemon bank to get pokemon from the old versions yeah but you remember um in gold there was like a global transfer station yeah and um, what you could do with that is, in Japan, you could hook it up to your cell phone and trade with friends. Um, but since cell phones weren't really prevalent with younger kids, when Gould was released in the U.S., that sort of feature was really hamstrung. And so it was just awkward because there was a globe and it didn't do anything. I have never heard of that before. I'm going to use Wikipedia to make sure I'm not <laughs> lying. That's fascinating. Ah, so... I, I was right. In Crystal, in Crystal, the Japanese edition came exclusively with a mobile adapter that allowed to uh, the device that allowed to connect with other players via mobile phones. 
That is ridiculous. I didn't know that that technology existed for mobile phones back then. Wow. What year was that? Uh, this was only in Crystal. This was 2000. It was late 2000. And it was what? mid-2000 in North what? America. Or 2001 in North America. Well, in two th I mean, mobile phones were really big in Japan back in the day, even for kids. And it was more common for kids in Japan to have them. So I've heard. Um, just, just not that common, apparently, because it didn't work out so well. <laughs> well, it was okay. But, I mean, we, but in the U.S., mobile phones were still nascent and really not available to anyone. And also, so, like, really super basic. Like, you could play Snake on it and some, you know, BitTune stuff, and that was it. Well, now that's all, all changed. Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone's cell phone is a smartphone. And, uh, you know, we might be, uh, might someday be playing Pokemon on it. Like, the real Pokemon games. I think as long as Nintendo can keep making consoles, handheld consoles, they won't bother doing that. Yeah, well, you know, every every generation they iterate, everything they everything changes, and uh, this will be no exception. Pokemon Sun and Moon are going to shift things around, hopefully, and we'll uh, we'll see if we're excited about things or not. Xanthi, go to the chat. What? That is bizarre. That is what? that is weird. What is that? A Nokia? I see. Probably not. Uh, might be a Jap. I don't know what it is. It does look like a Nokia, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. But the Japanese phone market was is is was and is very different. I love the little <laughs> when phones used to have the aerials. Yes, well, well uh, aerials. We call <laughs> them antennas here, but you know, aerials oh. all the same. Oh no, I I I meant the Little Mermaid. <laughs> You what? Know, Ariel from the Little Mermaid, she's just popping up there. Yeah. I I'm just I'm, I'm losing <laughs> losing my losing my nerd cred. Um, <laughs> we'll include a picture of the Nintendo mobile adapter GB in the show notes. And we'll also we'll also include a picture of the Little Mermaid in the show notes in case you guys oh, yes. need a refresher. <laughs> I'll Photoshop her on the top of that mobile phone. Because one of our one of us needs a refresher certainly on the Little Mermaid. Most definitely. Who? What? Did you know in the real Little Mermaid that um uh Ariel? Wait, wait. Who's the who's the main character? Oh my gosh. Ariel. Um, she dies. She dies. Yes. <laughs> what? Who's the real main character in Little Mermaid? It's Sebastian, obviously. It's Sebastian, <laughs> clearly it is. Yeah. Under the sea. Um. <laughs> oh dear. What do you mean the real Little Mermaid? So you mean dead. like the real life adaptation? No, I mean the uh was it the the brothers was it Brothers Grimm? Did they do that too? Mm. The it's Hans Christian Andersen. Oh yeah, that guy. It was uh, Danish. I was gonna say Dutch, and that was gonna be a terrible mistake. <laughs> um, and Ray insults another group of podcast listeners. <laughs> right. Episode two. Ray insults everyone again, <laughs> including Ariel. Including Ariel. Hey, that'd be a it'll be good. Um, be good title. There goes our <laughs> underwater market. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. We better move on before this gets yeah, worse. We better. Doug Trio discussion. One topic, three opinions. 
given that the new games are coming out, let's think back a little bit to changes that occurred in the older games that improved gameplay. Uh, and I'm going to leave gameplay fairly unrestricted here uh, to basically anything in the game, you know. And uh, what what made Pokemon better? If we only had Pokemon red, blue, green, yellow, no, not even yellow, red, red and blue, what thing from any of the future generations would you have in red and blue? You can only pick one. Oh, jeez. Um... If I could only have one thing... Running shoes? <laughs> it's, I, I've been thinking about this for the last three hours or so, um, on and off, and, and running shoes has definitely come up time and time again in my head. Oh, yeah, because you just can't ride that bike indoors or Professor Oak will be all over you. And Mount Moon is incredibly long without a bike. <laughs> Mount Moon was like the killer for me. When will the game end? Forget Mount Moon, just the entire game. The entire game with without, you know, running shoes is ridiculous, and the bike is so hard to control, it's <laughs> not easy. I mean, I would skip... I think you could skip going to Bill in red and blue, get the bike, and then go back up to, red, uh, to, to Bill afterwards. Um, there was a way to, like, sort of jump to get to the bike before actually continuing on the story arc. And I would do it every time because it, it was just too painful. Once you had the bike and you had to restart the game, it's so hard to walk. And you're like, I'm not walking to Bill. I'm getting the bike first. I feel you. Well, what, what, about, what about skates? Wouldn't you rather have skates than running shoes? Well, maybe. But, I mean, is that because it, they're faster? There was obviously no circle pad back then. True, you're right. They wouldn't, it wouldn't work quite the same in red yellow and blue it would be very rigid <laughs> your your square circle will be a square when you skate <laughs> yeah, it would <laughs> a very precise square uh no i think running shoes definitely uh would probably make the game really really uh really have really improved the game make it a lot less annoying another thing i was thinking honestly was um move on pc because before you only had deposit and yes. withdrawal. so you had to constantly like shift your party around just to move Pokemon from box to box, and that got annoying pretty quickly if you wanted to sort, you know, everything that you've captured after a while. Yes, very handy though in Gold and Silver when you could clone. <laughs> Thank you, bad box mechanics. Because that's what we uh, that's what we want to encourage our users to do yes! to abuse um, the system. Yes. I mean, side note: the reason why the box the the box even existed was because there wasn't enough memory to keep. Your party in memory. There wasn't enough memory to do what? Wait, what do you mean? So, so the Game Boy cartridge didn't have enough either the cartridge or the actual game itself or the actual device itself didn't have enough memory to store more than six Pokemon in in working memory. So, the whole reason why, or or was it um, um, it was either that or that the box only could hold twenty because that was the limit of the working memory at that point in time. Right. So then when you switched boxes, it sort of replaced the in-use memory. Right. I also heard that back in Red and Blue, uh, I don't. I have no idea if this is true or false, so don't quote me on it, but someone said they had the choice between making multiple saves or the ability to give your Pokemon nicknames, and they elected the nickname option. Good choice. Yeah. 
No, that makes sense. I think so uh, too. Yeah, nicknames. Nicknames are really, uh, really cool. What would we be? What would Nuzlocks be without nicknames? I mean, <laughs> really. Oh, I thought of another thing on the topic of uh, multiple saves. Something that would have been useful for Red and Blue was uh, when you clicked new game and then save, that it wouldn't just overwrite your previous save because many younger brothers and sisters that we may have directly been related to saved over our really hard, invested many hours of, you know, gameplay games and we lost everything with just one new starter at level five. Hey, at least you had a starter. They didn't release it or something. Yeah, but like they got rid of everything else. <laughs> so I've never tried this, um, but can you release all your Pokemon or are you, oh, are you not allowed to release your last one? Presumably you're not allowed, but I haven't actually gotten there. No, you have to have one. Oh. You have to What's have it one. say? Like, yep. are you really going to be a Pokemon trainer? <laughs> it just says you can't release your last Pokemon. Or you must have at least one Pokemon in your party or something like that. It should just say like, it should just say like game over. Like Professor Oak comes out and just like, you know what? You're done with this. Yeah. Swipes the, <laughs> swipes the Pokedex out of your hand and then just leaves. Wow. That'd be so rough. That'd be rough. <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd have to try really hard. Like you have to be like a couple like, are you really sure you want to release your last Pokemon? And then you hit yes. <laughs> you know, like you get, the, you get the Professor Oak running in and smacking you. <laughs> Um, so, so, uh, Xanthi, is, uh, running shoes your final answer on, uh, one thing you'd want to bring back to, if you could only bring back one thing to red or blue? Uh, I think so. I think so. Lock it in. Final answer. Final answer. All right, Kevin. Okay, I guess if I can't use running shoes, um, what I'd like to bring up is, uh, the graphics. When I looked at Twitch Play's Pokemon, you know, that was, what, a year or two ago? And looking at the red version, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that we played it that game like that. It was it was so blocky. You couldn't really have a expanded field of vision. All your Pokemon kind of looked like a bunch of blocks on top of each other. Like, I remember looking at Venusaur from behind because, you know, I, liked, I chose Bulbasaur, so it eventually evolved into Venusaur. And I'm like... I'm not really sure what this Pokemon looks like from the back end. I mean, I kind of get an idea. <laughs> but it was a so, it looked so much better when you were looking directly at it because the pixels weren't blown up. Uh, so you had a better, better yes. viewpoint or something like that. So, so if you were to take the gameplay of red and blue and then you, you have now the X and Y graphics, you know, with three dimensions and uh, it's... You you got color. You know, color is is a thing now. Uh, three forget three D. Color alone, you know, that's really really nice. Uh, it it could be a pretty a pretty good game, honestly. Uh, you know, everyone likes red and blue, and the Pokemon gameplay itself has not significantly changed. You still catch Pokemon. You still raise them up through various levels. You teach them TMs. Uh, y you know, you if you played red and then you played X. You would know what you're doing, um, but the the graphics would overwhelm you. How about you, Ray? What would you bring back, or bring from the future? Tell me if this counts. I would bring Dark Type. Yeah, that counts for sure. Why? Why? That's dark a very type? good one, actually. Because the because psychics own the world, and that was so annoying. Just absolutely no. Like like I I've told this story over and over again, but Alakazam is the worst. 
Mm-hmm. You built your team around. I built. I remember because I was young and naive. Built my entire team about defeating Alakazam, and I just was like, you know what? The other ones, we'll just deal with them. And <laughs> it, it was all about destroying the Alakazam, and then dealing with all the rest of them with whatever party I had left, and bringing enough revives to make sure that you could make it through the Alakazam, which always came out second to last or something. A few years ago, I tried to Nuzlocke Blue, and I lost my first three Pokemon to one Psychic type alone, and it was horrifying. The, and the other, the annoying thing was that the only, I think the only Bug type that wasn't also Poison in uh, Red and Blue was Parasect, or was it? No, I think it was. So I think Parasect is Bug Grass, so it was it was at least neutral against. Uh, psychic. I had spore. That was my secret weapon. You just you just hacks the Alakazam. Okay, no valid strategy. Sure, uh, whatever it takes to win, right? Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, like it worked. If you count like massive amounts of revives and and not loves knocking, not loves knocking, does locking at all. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just saying I'm looking at a type chart and I think bug was the only thing that was effective against psychic types. Balancing issues. Psychic type Pokemon had virtually no match because their moves were were resisted only by other psychic types and their only weakness was to the bug type, uh, of which there were only three damaging moves: Leech Life, Pin Missile, and Twin Needle. Additionally, most of the Pokemon that learned these moves were part poison and therefore weak to psychic moves. Ghost-type moves were also completely ineffective against psychic types instead of being super effective due to what may be a programming bug. That's so interesting. (laughs) Programming bug, eh? And it was super effective. Bug. Get it? That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) But but it was was like... (laughs) Uh, it was so, it was so aggravating. I think most people just brought in the, um, brought in a psychic type. I'll be honest. I was completely oblivious to the psychic overpoweredness until I was old enough to understand that things differed between generations. I had no clue back in the day. Mind you, I didn't own a cartridge, but I did play Pokemon Yellow all the way through in like... 2005 or 6 and I I didn't know at the time that psychics were overpowered and I was completely fine for what I remember <laughs> well yeah I mean uh, I when I, in my first playthrough when I decided that hey I'm going to play Bulbasaur all the time and not level anything else up because why I love Bulbasaur yeah. uh, Venusaur took out all of Sabrina's Pokemon pretty easily because it was like 10 or 15 or 20 levels above her Pokemon uh, yeah. despite yeah. having a poison weakness so yeah but that alakazam oh and also leech life is a terrible terrible move 20 percent power or 20 power right and 15 pp if so so you know you're going through the elite four even if you got to even if you got to gary at the end right you had to have preserved your leech life or had pp up not even and you and i don't think you could buy it either you could you could you could not buy any PP restoration things. Elixirs? Ethers? Yeah, but you couldn't buy a lot of those back in the day. And there weren't like berries or anything. Oh, I know. That's that's what I would bring back. I would bring back berries. <gasps> yes, but also hold items because I couldn't hold anything. So there are so many things that we just take for granted now. Right. Or like 
making Pokeballs with berries. Yes, because everyone talks about that all the time. Well, with the holding thing, like it, it when I when I first got gold, it never really occurred to me why, why the Pokemon wouldn't automatically use the potion, but would automatically use the berry. Yes, same. A lack of opposable thumbs. <laughs> well, like you know, it would 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 have been nice for the game to like just to stop and say like, hey, this isn't gonna do anything except if you wanted to trade potions with your friend. Uh, the first time I played gold or silver it was silver and it was a sort of like a a bootleg copy on a computer that I got from another person and I I was you know it was the year 2000 so I wasn't I was like seven or something six whatever and I played it and I had no idea he's a pirate Nintendo I know uh, know. come and collect I didn't know uh, I didn't know your lawsuit winning is here (laughs) gosh darn it no, I had no idea at the time. I was like, oh, cool, someone gave me a free Pokemon game on my computer. I had no idea this existed, but I'm not going to question it, so I'll just keep playing. Turns out it was like a hybrid between English and poorly translated Japanese. So all of the Pokemon names were in Japanese, but it only fit five characters. So you could, when you nicknamed your Pokemon, you could only fit five characters. It was very confusing. I didn't learn any of the Pokemon names through that. I had a handbook, like a, a book that I bought instead. But anyway, um, the berries were actually called nuts, and I thought it was a nut for so long until I finally played a legit copy, and I was like, oh, it's a berry, not a nut, because of course they don't have pictures of the items. Nuts. Yes, nuts. Well, they don't really look very berry-y. No. There must be a weird translation. I mean, here's the real question. If you were in the Pokemon world and there was this berry that would do weird things to you, like cure paralysis, would you really eat it? I mean, like all things considered. (laughs) Would you feed it to your Pokemon? Oh, yeah. What kind of chemicals or drugs are in these things that it would prevent, (laughs) restore mobility to your body after it being paralyzed by some toxic venom? Like there must be something crazy going on in this in this little little fruit. And other ones can turn into Pokeballs. Yeah, that is weird. By some, like, random guy in, you know, his kitchen. No, I think apricorns and berries are different, right? Were they apricorns? I thought they were all berries. They, they still grow on trees, though, which is yeah, yeah, that was kind of strange. All, all berries grow on trees. That, that's how it works. Ah, but they would come back and you could get them again. I feel like gold is really the generation that set the stage for all the later ones, whereas red sort of introduced the ideas. Just gold, not silver. Just gold. Not silver. We don't we don't talk about silver. Well, I don't talk about silver. Oh yes, and it is apricorn apricorns. Apricorns, you're right. Apricorns are are the are the things that turn into um Pokeballs. Whereas berries turn into things that heal your Pokemon. You know what I would bring I would bring to red and blue? Moo moo milk. That was the best stuff. <laughs> It's just a potion, Ray. 100 HP. I know. Or or the ability to buy lemonade and not single, in, like, and not individually at a vending machine. In, in a batch. Yes. Yes, a batch. That, 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 was, that was very aggravating. What about, what about outfits, guys? Didn't you like the fact that you can dress your character up now in X and Y? That was good. That was good. I just, I, I just wish there was um, more stuff. Like it kind of, it kind of was very limiting. You know what I, I missed? I think it probably came up in a later version. 
but I believe yeah uh, when you could when you could select male or female, your bag uh changed. So if you're a male you had a backpack and if you're a female you had a side bag or purse, however you want to look at it. And I always wanted the side bag because I'm a big shoulder bag person. <laughs> a a man purse? I a merce, yes. I like my merces. Um the other thing was in um um in gold, um you had different compartments, right? Uh, for different things, whereas in yeah. red and blue, you had just a single big, like, um, it was like a bag of holding, right? It, it was, that was it. it was, there's a bag, there's some stuff in it. So so as opposed to what is nowadays the backpack of holding, you had a bag of holding. Yes, you just, you just and uh, was it item, item slot six or eight or something was the one that would just go to infinity if you went up and down and saw missing no? I forget which item number it was. I don't even know if I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. Uh, but, but Zeb, you certainly know about Missing No, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not the bag thing. So there was a bug that for, for our younger audience. <laughs> and me. A- and you. Um, <laughs> there was a bug in red and blue, whereas if you went up one of the, one of the edges of Cinnabar Island, you would find Missing No. And when you found Missing No, all you had to do was run away. You didn't have to catch it or battle it or anything. Um, and the the item, one of the item slots um, would go to like 107, except you couldn't actually get to 107. So it would be a weird like glyph and then a number. And that was it trying to display more than 100. In addition, you had to... So so let me let me let me back up a little bit. To make the glitch occur, you had to be in the safari zone and then you fly out to Cinnabar Island, and then you surf on the edge. The first thing you would do is you'd put your nuggets there, and then you'd put your rare candies there, and then you'd wonder why um, your Pokemon level 100 would just die in competitive battle compared to someone else who actually did it the right way, because they had a lot more IVs than you did. Yep, you can't just rare candy your way up to the top. Don't do drugs, kids. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Do lemonade. It's it's pound for or or pokey pokey dollar per pokey dollar the best potion ever in red. Your best bang for your buck. Yes, I I, I still remember I still remember button mashing the uh, the vending machine to get more lemonades. I think whatever whatever the middle option one that was the worst one. Fresh water. Dollar for dollar. There was fresh water was the first one. I think soda pop was the second one, and lemonade. But but soda pop was just didn't have the same sort of. HP per dollar value that's like lemonade or fresh water. Wow, you really you really did the math on this, didn't you, Ray? I was like yeah, 10 or something. Stupid. I don't even know how old I was. I just remember going like, that's a stupid deal. Why would I spend that much money? <laughs> Whereas I was just like, yeah, give me that one. I don't know the difference. Yeah, I, I don't know if I did the math on all that. I was like, wow, my Pokemon is really cool. It's big and green. Bulbasaur is awesome. There was not much thought beyond that. Mountain Moon was just a long, long journey. Well, hey, hey, I, I know you guys complained about Mountain Moon, but I had to do the that dark tunnel. What was that thing called again? Um, Diglett uh, Tunnel? No, no, no. Diglett I think tunnel. it was called Dark Tunnel, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe it was the Dark Tunnel. And I did not realize what Flash could do. So I ran through oh, the whole no. <laughs> thing in the dark, feeling my way around basically sticking to like walls and hoping i'd eventually get out and finally after hours upon hours i managed to make my way out because you can just 
barely figure it out, I think. Oh, Kevin. I don't recommend doing that. That was that was the most annoying part of that game for me. Unsurprisingly. That's terrible. How did you do that? How did you even make it out? Trial and error. Like eventually, like you know, like hey, if you you can't move this way, you can't move this way. I think there's certain sounds that you can listen to if you run into a wall. Uh, and if you eventually, if you exit out the same way you came in, you don't do what you just did before. So, trial and error. Trial and error. I had the uh, I had the guide. So um, I had a I had something that told me what to do. Remember when when game guides came up before uh, right at the same time the game would come out because uh, uh, someone had like pre pre uh, review units and they would just write a guide and they'd set alongside the actual um, actual game. I kind of like now playing the game without knowing anything. No, I I agree with you. Yeah, it's more fun that way. I I like to go in saying like oh, I have no idea what's going on, but this will be uh, this will be an adventure. That's what that's what Pokemon is about, guys. Adventures! Hooray! Quick attack questions. Pika Pika. Okay, everyone, it's time for our favorite segment of the show, Quick Attack Questions, where I ask Raymond and Xanthi a series of questions, and they must answer as quickly as possible. Perhaps as accurately as possible as well, but given that they have to say the first thing that comes to mind, there's no guarantee that what they answer is the actual answer for the question. Some of these questions actually don't have true answers, they're just a matter of opinion. Uh, and guess we'll learn a bit more about our fellow co-hosts, and perhaps we'll learn things we'd rather not know too. So, we'll, <laughs> we will see. So... Raymond, Xanthi, which of you two would like to go first? Ladies first. I will. Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just alternate each time and that might make it a, a bit more yeah. uh, interesting. So, Xanthi, are you ready? I am ready, Kevin. Okay, then let us begin. First question. What is your favorite month of the year? February, because that's my birthday month. Hey, that's a good enough reason as any. February is a good month. Uh, happy birthday. Yay. Wait, it's March already, isn't Thank it? Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is too. Oh. Ah, well. Ah, well. Okay, next question. What is the pre-evolution of Mr. Mime? Mime, Mime Jr. Jr. Excuse me. It's my go. I'll be honest. I When I was looked at the question up, I didn't remember it. Wait, when you when you said alternate, when you said alternate, did you mean per question? Or no, did you no, mean no. alternate? I'll do all five questions, all five questions for Xanthi, and then I'll go on to you, Ray. Yeah. I see. That's, That's why I, I shouldn't have answered. <laughs> it's okay. It was a team effort. <laughs> we can just take it out. Hey, hey, so yeah, whatever. You guys are doing really well. Uh, definitely, Xanthi, you are two for two. That's great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Third question. What character in Pokemon did you have a crush on? I had a crush on Richie. He was um <laughs> the little he was Ash's rival and he was yeah really cute. One time I got up at seven a.m. just to watch the previous night's episode and it was a school morning and my mom came down. She was like, "What are you doing with the TV on?" And I was like, "I love him, mom." Wow. Wow. <laughs> um. Um. Okay, Richie. Richie's a good character. At least it wasn't like uh, Giovanni or something. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a bit creepy when I was like, you know, eight. Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been illegal. So, 
a little bit so, out of my <laughs> age range. Yeah, just just a little bit. Okay. Fourth question: Would you drink dihydrogen monoxide? No, because it has "die" in the title. Uh, yes, and we all know death <laughs> is bad. Yes, very bad for your health if you want to stay alive. I can. It's it can, it's very deadly. That H2O is super deadly. Okay. Fifth question. What Pokemon starters would they offer in your hometown? Ooh, that's a good one. <clears throat> I reckon uh, probably a snake-like Pokemon. So is there only one snake-like Pokemon? Arbok? No, there's, and, mul- oh, there's know, multiple. On oh, Surviper. I reckon Ekans, just because Australian stereotype. Uh, Carvanar because it evolves into a shark Pokemon, also Australian stereotype, and Fletchling. So, two Pokemon that are utterly scary if they bite you, and a bird. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. No, that's that's fine. Uh, I think we know which starter would be the most popular out of the three. Uh, Definitely for... Ekans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, everyone likes snakes. Yay! Especially poisonous ones, not venomous because it's a poison type. <laughs> I wonder if it has poison and venom, or just poison. Well, hopefully you won't have to find out, but if you suddenly get teleported to the Pokemon world and get bitten by an Ekans, write down what you feel and so we can compare notes after you come back. Okay, I will definitely keep that in mind. There we go. Okay, you are 5 for 5, Xanthi. Good job, Ray. It is your turn for Quick Attack questions. Are you ready? No. Okay. Excellent. Let's begin. So, first question. What is your favorite dark type? Umbreon. Yep, that's an easy question for you. We'll get you started slow. Who would be a better president? Giovanni or Oscar the Grouch? Oh, uh, Giovanni. Why Giovanni? Ooh. Mm, more serious. You don't think Oscar the Grouch is a kind of a serious character? But, but Giovanni has a track record of getting things done. I'm just falling into the Trump trap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on record for not liking Trump. Just going to put that one out there. Oh, Ray's on record now, folks. So uh, now now we'll see what happens, uh, you know, down the line in November. You can uh, you can tell Ray uh, what you think about his political opinions uh, in our comments. <laughs> so question number three, staples or paper clips? Paper clips. An excellent choice. Uh, Staples would also be a correct choice. Uh, there are no wrong answers here. I mean, there are wrong answers, but... Uh... Folding Magnetron. The corner. Folding the corner is always wrong. Students, do not fold the corner. You don't like it when people fold the corner? No, it's terrible. It doesn't stay. Although there's been this... Uh, there's a really cool little gadget that sort of like pokes a hole and threads like a portion of the paper that you poked a hole in back through itself so it, sta- so it effectively staples it. What? I need to find it. It'll be in the show notes, kids. Okay, okay. Let's keep going. Would you eat a Pokemon? Mm, no. Wait, well, Tauros. Tauros. I will eat Tauros. Am I allowed to change my answer? Yeah, you could change your answer. Go ahead. Tauros. Good. I, cha- I choose Tauros. Tauros, I choose you. Into the grill. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Wow. I think there are going to be new laws in the safari zone now. Wow. No capturing for eating. <laughs> what What are you cooking there, sir? Uh, Toros? Get out. Get out. <laughs> I think that um, there might be a evil team that wants to have a few words with you 
a, uh, a team team that may ha- rhyme with um, asthma. <laughs> um, what else rhymes with asthma? Uh, rhyming dictionary go. Rhymes with asthma. Uh, rhyme zone asthma. I love rhyme zone. Uh, Alaska. That doesn't rhyme with asthma. What? Team Alaska. To the rescue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, dear. So, I guess in the Pokemon world, Ray, you would be a vegetarian except for the beef. Which means not vegetarian. I'm a a meat eater. B-Y-O-B. Final question, Ray. What is the best video game prior to 1997? Uh, oh, oh, International Superstar Soccer. That was my favorite one back from way back. Oh, no, or Bomberman. Mm, or Super, Bomber, Super Bomberman. That, that's my favorite one. I had to remember back to the SNES. Gosh, I have to now make sure that those came. I know, I know International Superstar <laughs> Soccer came up before 97, but did Super Bomberman... What did what did you like about Super Bomberman? Uh, it was Super and Bomberman. <laughs> it was great. Um, ninety three is when it came out. Just to make sure, it was I don't know. It was just it. It was one of the first games I ever played. Um, it's I, I guess it's puzzly. It's technically an action game, but I would consider it a puzzle. It's brilliant. Okay, that's cool. Okay, congratulations, Ray. You have answered five out of five questions. Of correctly no that's probably not you've answered five out of five questions we'll just leave it at that and so both (laughs) you and uh, xanthi tie for first place in our quick attack questions game guess you'll have to uh guess you'll have to see uh next time who's going to uh break that little tiebreaker in our uh in episode three it's on who knows what crazy new things uh, Pokemon uh, Nintendo's going to come out with in next time. Yes, because I'm sure they'll one-up us. Okay, everyone. Well, uh, I think that will do it for the three of us. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Beyond the Tall Grass. Uh, as you heard before, we will have show notes up. You can find the show notes on Pokemon Crossroads and Petalburg Woods Network. They're both forums. Uh, please feel free to comment or reply and to uh, just uh, let us know what you guys think. If you have any questions uh, for us, feel free to um, post there. And I think that's uh, about it. So we'll see you later. Uh, I'm Kevin. Raymond. Zanthe. See you later. Bye. Adios.